creatives in general have a tendency to be all over the place because we're creatives. We love to dream. We love to invent and come up with new ideas and start new things. And while half the time while we're running like two others. So it does not, our businesses do not need to take all of our time and or energy. Sometimes it's just finding the right person to balance us and keep us on that one project and keep us really organized. And it can just be a complete game changer. Hello, my name is Dr. Jessica Emery, and this is the Happy CEO Podcast. For me, being a happy CEO means finding alignment in all of the areas of your life that matter most, like love, health, career, finances, personal development, and of course, self-care. In 2020, I made a huge pivot in my career as a cosmetic dentist. I decided to hang up my white coat and go all in on my dream of helping others discover their own success path through inspiring conversations, tools, resources, and community. Are you ready to take control of your life and go all in on your dreams? If so, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Happy CEO. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Happy CEO podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about how to start building a team, which I love. Oh my gosh, because teamwork makes the dream work. So what we're going to be talking about is how to outsource, uh, find freelancers, and kind of when to bring in part and full-time employees. So everyone starts from zero, right? I mean, we all start from zero. We all start by ourselves until we can't do it by ourselves anymore. Um, And Typically, many wait for a long, long time. It really depends on the person. For me, I'm one to leap in the net of peers. So even if I'm not in a place in my business, like say financially, um, I still justify bringing on a team member because I know that that team member will help me leap to my next place, right? The more work we can get done having someone else, like I said, it just, it's like double the work to, to get you out there to potentially make that much money back. So what I found is like, that's how it works. Like you find the money to pay that person. It just, it happens. And then you just kind of grow from there. So I think, like I said, having a a team for your business is everything, but you know, you always start out solo, start to bring in freelancers to help you that way you're not committed to a full-time, you know, salary for somebody. And then, you know, you kind of go from there. You also want to make sure that you're finding right people. So with freelancers, like I said, you basically, you just hire somebody to do one project. Obviously you're going to do your research, make sure the the right fit, they work for that project project, and then they're done. So that's amazing because then you can just kind of keep moving Um, independent contractors, they, so that's like a freelancer independent contractors. I've had so many, oh my goodness, from copywriters to video editors, to Facebook ad people to VAs in the beginning I was using, oh my gosh, I've, I've used so many different platforms for VAs. There are some like online Philippines, um, 
that just fantastic. I still actually work with a video editor from there, really inexpensive. So like in the beginning and, and it takes care of them too, and they love to work and they're, they're really good. Of course, you've got an interview and you know, you need to make sure it's the right fit, but you can find contractors, like I said, anywhere on they're they're everywhere um, to bring into your business. But the thing about that, what I found as well, is that although it's great and you just pay them for the the projects and services or hours, for instance, I've had some part time, I've had some, you know, say thirty hours or what have you. Um, I've had some contractors become full time employees as well, which is which is amazing. So contractors can grow into part or full time people which is great. Usually contractors will have multiple clients because if they're online, that's how they work. They have multiple clients. And like I said, if you're lucky and they love the work they do for you, when you get to a place, maybe you can bring them in full time. I just actually did that with somebody for my team. So you can bring someone on. So you can have a freelancer, you can have a um, independent contractor. And so you just pay them obviously. And um, I've worked with people like in Philippines, South Africa, here in the States, everywhere. You just pay them directly to them. They file their taxes. That's kind of how it works here in the States anyway. And then you could also have a part-timer and or a full-timer. You can also have someone in person or you can have somebody online. So my teams used to be in person and now they're all virtual, remote, online. You can do it Anyway, I've done them always and always work. Um, if you are virtual, obviously making sure that you guys are meeting regularly is really important. So we, you know, in my business have a Monday meeting where we all get on a Zoom call and kind of touch base and, and look at the week. So decide what is, you know, what is best for, for you and, and go from there. So number one today, we're going to talk about when you should start hiring. I would say when you just feel like you are burnt out, like, you know, that this is your passion and your calling and like what you're supposed to do on this planet, but you are just exhausted, like exhausted, like working so many hours. You're so tired. You can barely, you know, just be creative anymore. That's when I say outsource for help. Um, you just, you get help you do. And you'll see, oh my gosh, it's like fresh air. It's so good. So if you're doing everything for your business, sometimes you, some things you aren't as great at, right? Like, so for me, I'm a total creative and my zone of genius is not strategy. So having multiple businesses, um, always creating different things, even though I have a big picture vision, I don't necessarily create a system to get there, which I don't believe you necessarily have to have, but there's so many moving parts. It has to be organized. So higher to your weakness. So I brought on an amazing, incredible strategist. Her brain is brilliant and she can listen to me, deal with me in my head of my new ideas and it racing and being in all directions every, every day, all the time, like right down rabbit holes. And she can just like write things down and then like organize it in a spreadsheet basically. So somebody for me that does like numbers and strategy really works to my um, you know, that those are my weaknesses. So I hire to my strengths. So hire to your, like find someone out of your zone of genius to hire. And if you're overwhelmed, literally just pull the trigger, maybe start them out slow with whatever you can do. And then you will see your business and you just like literally catapult forward. 
So also like if you need more, um, you don't have enough time, like you're doing everything and what you feel like is the time but you're still spinning. You don't have enough time to create all those other things and it's time to bring somebody else in. And of course, if your business is starting to make money and you have the funds, you start to get excited because you're starting to scale. But at the same time, you know, you've got, I'm a big believer. If you're an entrepreneur, you need to reinvest your money back in your business. I mean, that's just how we do it so that we can continue to grow. So I've always invested the money that's come in, in, you know, expanding my team so that we can do more to serve. So number two is knowing who to hire. Like, how do you know, like which person to hire, right? Like what is the, the right person for the right role in your business? This can be, like I said, tricky. You're going to spend some time here knowing what role you want to fill and then what that job description looks like and then what you want that person to be like. Because we also have personalities, right, that you need to kind of mesh together if someone's going to be a team member. So if you have a a freelancer, obviously you don't need to really care about their personality. You're not going to be really talking to them. You're just going to be giving them uh, a one-time project. Freelancers are one-time hires that can help you move a project, get organized, or just complete a project or task, and then they are done, which is great. So again, with contractors, if you have a contractor or a VA, they're very similar to freelancers. They are they come on board for just a very temporary time period, and but their role is like more in, involved. Okay, it's like more project based. So if you have an ongoing project or a business that may need just a a handful of hours for assistance every single month, then you consider an independent contractor or virtual assistant. Both are awesome. Part-time, like knowing if you need part-time, that's going to be about 20 to 30 hours a week. And they typically do come on board and are assigned weekly standard tasks and work. And this is great if you are ready to completely outsource a part like one section or two of your business and you're making enough cash flow in the business to support that part-time salary then i say absolutely just pull the trigger on the part-timer full-time 40 hours a week full-time employees take on everything right like with you you divide and you conquer this is great for your business if it's profitable and you have enough work for to hand off to them and for both of you. So if you're the visionary of the company, the, the creative, the entrepreneur, you're just the visionary up in the clouds, you need someone back in the dirt, right? Just taking all of your ideas and, and organizing them, making sure that they lift off, that they happen. I mean, that it's a beautiful thing if you can, if you can marry like that. You know, like I love where my business is right now and always has been. I've always tried to do that to hire to my weakness. So it's rare that any company like out of the gate would hire full-time, obviously, because you're just getting your legs under you. You're trying to figure out what works, what doesn't. And so really, until you know that this is something you're going to stick with for a good amount of time, because creatives also have a tendency to keep moving, like burn the house down, like come up with something quickly pitch it, throw it out there, start it, and then all of a sudden have another idea and then run off to the other idea. So you want to make sure it's locked and loaded before you bring on a full-time employee. Number three is the hiring process. And this is really important. 
Um, this is something that I have had to learn on my own over all of the years. And it's just critical to make sure that the candidate that you are interviewing is the correct fit for the role that you want. Because I have hired on personality one too many times. Okay. So I'm like, oh, I love them. And I just hire them, but they aren't necessarily good at what they do, like for that role. You know what I mean? They don't necessarily like exceed at that role. Where if I hired someone that was like, I could put the personality aside a little bit, but hire someone that like that, those are their strengths. I mean, oh my gosh, that's what you want to do if you're investing in a team member. So make sure that you interview um, several candidates and that you're thinking about those things, not just personality and that you are in love with them, that they can do the things that they have references or they can show you their work. Um, you know, just, just vibe them out, see how they interview. I would definitely recommend doing a zoom interview so that you can see them in person. If it's virtual and you can't do it in person, then do it on screen online in person so that you can see how they show up to the call, how they handle themselves. Um, you'll just know I'm such a gut person as well. So go with your gut, but don't like fall head over heels and just say, yes, like make sure you're asking the right questions, have your questions prepared in advance that you want to ask them and make sure that they have a background in doing those things so that they're confident and you're not spending half your time. You're already tired. Now you're investing money and now you're having to like babysit or teach or train you should look for a person that already excels at those skills that you don't have, because like I said, you're just going to burn out. So create some kind of an onboarding, hiring onboarding experience for yourself. It's really good to have checklists. If you have a business, stay organized, you know, use a, an online system like Dubsado or um, I'm not Dubsado, um, ah, Trello and Asana, Asana, we used Dubsado too. Gosh, there are so many different online platforms, you guys, that you guys can use, but I, we are Trello people. I've gone, I'm trying to think of some of the other companies I can't even think of. We have tried multiple different online um, platforms that are similar to Trello and we weren't there long enough for me to even remember the names of them. So, but I do know a lot of people that use Asana and Asana is similar to Trello. So either way, but you need to keep things very streamlined, very organized, especially um, if you're working virtually, this is how a team communicates back and forth, but you can make checklists there. You can actually make a private board for yourself. And then when you interview your uh, potential people, you can actually write things down, like put, drop their resume in and write your feelings after the call. You know, if they have references, all those things, keep them in one spot because when you're working by yourself, Stuff is everywhere. So creative businesses, just to kind of wrap here, creative businesses, creatives in general have a tendency to be all over the place because we're creatives. We love to dream. We love to invent and come up with new ideas and start new things. And while half the time while we're running like two others. So it does not, our businesses do not need to take all of our time and or energy Sometimes it's just finding the right person to balance us and keep us on that one project and keep us really organized. And it can just be a complete game changer. So, you know, the perks to hiring team is that you don't have to do it yourself. It's an investment. You're not just spending money. It's an investment. Your business will grow. 
that is the biggest perk is you will see a monetary gain in your business, just getting help with guidance. And, you know, your first hire is everything. Just make sure it's the right person. It's the right fit for you. And you are hiring to your weakness. And lastly, hiring can build culture, team, and I want to use the word, I'm not going to say it right, camaraderie. Ah, I know you know what I'm trying to say, but culture, okay? Having a team is everything because being in the online space can be really lonely. Um, If you're an introvert, that may work for you. I'm an extreme extrovert, and I've had multiple brick and mortar businesses where I had teams with me. Uh, multiple, multiple team members. And so coming into the online space and having a virtual team for me, I'm like, oh, I need humans, Um, which is why I actually got a space downtown. So I could literally be in the elevator and say good morning to people. But I'm still, like I said, online, but my team and I communicate all day via Voxer. So granted, we're not in person. And sometimes we, you know, we hop on Zooms and then we have our meetings, but it's, there's a culture, our team, we have a water cooler chat. Like our team is always in communication and there's a great team culture. So keep that in mind as well. When you're hiring your team, that the personalities fit as you grow your team, that each person has a designated role that you're organized. Everyone knows what their expectations are, what they're supposed to do. And you're just going to take your business to the top this way. So Just keep in mind, everyone starts from zip zero. Everyone starts the same way. Please, please, please do not get caught up with the fact that you look at other people doing the same thing and you're like, oh my gosh, they're so far out in front of me. Like they're so, you know, advanced. I couldn't do this. It's such a saturated market. I'm here to tell you there is somebody for everybody and you can do this thing. Just keep your head up above water find your people to support you, put in the hours, put in the work, just keep showing up. Even if you don't feel like you are seen and I promise you it will pay off until next time. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you on the next episode. Want more conversations like this? Join us in the happy CEO club. You will find all the resources you need to be the CEO of your life and find your inner happy. Surround yourself with people who want you to win in your business and in your life. Get more info at thehappyceo.com. It's go time. This is your life and you only get one. It's your time to shine.